Hello. How's it going, Robbie? Michael there, mate? Hello, mate. You all right? Yeah, nice to meet yourself. Yeah, I'm all right. Okay. Good, good, good. Right, so thanks for giving us a bit of time today, buddy. Right, um, so this is episode uh, nine of our BTR Introduces, where we, we speak to some up-and-coming fighters, people at the beginning of their journey. So uh, I've got a few very brief, quick-fire questions for you, and then we'll just have a, a bit of a chat and see, and see if we can find out a bit more about yourself. All right, cool. Okay, um, so what's your full name, please? My full name is Robbie Chapman, um, but my boxing name is the Camden Caretaker. Ah, excellent. Um, your age, please? My age, 24. Uh, your weight class that you're going to be competing in? Middleweight. And your current record? I don't know. Okay, the next question was, what is your nickname? But we've already established oh, that. <laughs> no, that's absolutely fine, Camden Caretaker. Can I, can I ask where that's come from, then? Uh, I work as a caretaker. I'm in a school in Camden. <laughs> so. Oh, so it's quite literal. Okay, excellent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, okay, so who is your favourite fighter, past or present? Uh, I'm going to go Gary. Wow, okay. So what is it, the kind of all-out action style yeah, that you're, you're a fan just, of, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so, I mean, for yourself, right at the beginning of your journey, what was your, yeah. your kind of inspiration for turning over then? What was my inspiration for turning pro? Yeah. Um, well, so I've had about just under forty amateur fights, and obviously I, I love boxing. Um, so when I watch it on telly, I see big, big fights, big crowds, everything like that. Um, so I just wanted to be in, in the biggest fights I could be in, really. Um, when I first started boxing, I started was doing it. I just went to the park and was just boxing in the park, and all my friends would watch. And it was like from from then, from when I started. The more people that watch the fight, the better the buzz sort of thing. Yeah. So um, I just felt like turning pro will, will get me bigger crowds, bigger atmosphere and all that. So it's, you're kind of the uh, the, the showman. Is, is kind of your, your area then? Um, yeah, I guess, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't really, I wouldn't really say I'm like a big showman sort of thing. I just love the atmosphere. When the, when the crowd are going mental, when it's a good fight, yeah. and the crowd get behind you and all that sort of thing, that's that's what I'm in boxing for. I can understand that. Um, so it says 40-odd amateur fights then. Um, yeah. So how, how long were you an amateur boxer for then? So I was an amateur for six years, I think, altogether. Um, when I first started out, I had my first fight at 18. Um, but back then, I didn't really take boxing so serious. I'd sort of have a fight and then disappear for a little while, have a fight, disappear for a little while. But then the, the longer it went on for, the more I realised it was something that I wanted to do and something that I wanted to be a part of. And it just got more serious and more serious. But I kind of regret it now because if I thought... If I took it seriously from back then, in the amateur, I could have had, in that amount of time, I could have had probably double the amount of fights. Indeed. But um, everything for a reason and all that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's got to where you are now, obviously. It, like you said, everything happens for a reason. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, one I know, it's, it's, it'd be crazy for me to ask you kind of what massive long-term ambitions are at the minute. But in, in the short term, what are you kind of aiming at at the moment? Well, I've got my next fight in just over three weeks, October 13th from Tottenham. Yep. Um, so, obviously, for now, I'm just focusing on that. Um, and then, obviously, moving on to 2-0. Um, I'm hoping to get out again before Christmas. Um, we're looking at the 1st of December. 
um, at York Hall again. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, so I'm just playing up until then, really, go through it. But in the long term, um, well, I've said this before in other interviews. Um, so if anyone's seen them, I don't really want to bore them. But basically, I'm not all that interested in, in winning titles. Of course, I'd like to win titles. Um, but I didn't really, when I first went into boxing, it wasn't to win titles. It was just to have big fights, give the crowd a good time, um, enjoy boxing and just make memories. I can remember when I'm an old man, like I'd rather have a good fight and remember a good fight where everybody was happy with the fight and there was emotion in the fight rather than just win a vacant title that no one's really going to remember. And do you know what I mean? I completely do. It's, it's, I haven't actually heard anyone say that to me before, but I completely understand where you're coming from. Because mm. I remember um, I've had fights before where, like obviously back in the amateurs, where I've had big crowds coming down. Um, the atmosphere was like amazing. Um, I've gone into the fights, the, enjoyed the whole fight. Obviously, I felt nervous beforehand, but excitement as well. And it was just like a, a real occasion. And some of them fights I'll remember forever, like yeah. until I'm an old man. But um, say I remember when I won like the Northwest Division. Um, uh, novice ABA is like it was just you know as a fight although you become you come out of it as with a medal or you're a champion of whatever region whatever it is like don't really didn't really mean anything to me but the big fights where everyone was there and everyone was supporting that I'll remember so I'm just hoping for more of the same of that in, in the pros really but on a bigger scale yeah right so Turning over now, what's kind of the differences you're you're seeing now that you're in the pro game compared to obviously when you were in the amateurs? Um, well, obviously with the ticket sales, uh, probably you probably hear about this a lot. But when you turn pro, the name of the game is selling tickets, so that is the priority. You have to sell your tickets, so um, you've got to sort of promote yourself a lot more in the amateurs. Sometimes. For some fights, I didn't even tell people I was fighting. I'd just go and fight and do my thing. But in the in the pros, you have to constantly tell everyone you're fighting, promote yourself, put pictures, videos, all that sort of stuff of yourself up there. And you just got to be around, be noticed, be seen, be heard. Um, so that's that's I would say is the, the main difference between amateurs and pros. Um, but then, what else? Um, just like bigger venues and all that sort of stuff. The training, obviously, you have to train a lot more. I trained a lot in the amateurs, but now, like in the amateurs, if you lost, you fight again next week. It doesn't really matter. In the pros, if you lose, that there'll be serious consequences. So you have to put everything in. Otherwise, you know, you don't want to leave no stone unturned, and um, you'll get it. Just like I said, I mean, at, at this stage of your career, it's one of those ones where a loss can be, depending on how it's taken, quite a, quite a big setback in terms of what you're trying to achieve going through. Absolutely. Definitely, yeah, 100%. So in, in terms um, of, uh, sorry to interrupt, in, in terms of, as like you were saying a minute ago about ticket sales, how are you, are you kind of finding that adjustment? Because like I said, we, a lot of fighters say the same thing to us, that that is, it's like yeah, 50% of their is, job rather than training yeah. is, is pretty much just mm -hmm. out there trying to get ticket sales. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely, that is mate the hardest thing um, for a boxer. For the, for me, first fight, I done well with tickets. It was alright. Everyone come down to support, 
Um, after the fight, you know, everybody says that they're, they're so glad that everyone comes down and they appreciate it. But when I say I appreciate it, people coming down, like I'm like really happy they come because literally if they don't come, you can't fight. That's it. Yeah. So like, I'm really grateful that they did come. This fight has been a lot harder with ticket sales, which I expected, but um, sort of getting there. And then, um, yeah, but it all, it, it's all right. <laughs> it's all good. And it's a it's a cracking card that you're going to be on on the uh, the Tottenham show. Oh yeah, I've got um, there's three Southern Area title fights, an English title eliminator. You've got Dion Juma v Jose Lopez. Yeah. Um, and they're like the two two biggest cruiserweight uh, prospects, so that's going to be a good fight. They're fighting for the title, and you've got Kay Prosper v Danny Williams, um, and they've been arguing for years, so that's that'll be a good one. Yeah, and they, that's the English title eliminator as well. Yeah, we're big fans of Dion Juma and uh, Kay Foster, so we're, I think I'm pretty sure that some of our team will be down there for that now, so we're all really looking forward to it now. Oh, nice. Yeah, I think it's going to be great, mate. Usually after I fight, I'm not too interested in the other fights. I just want to go say thank you to my people and then go have a bowl of cereal and a couple of donuts. <laughs> but this time, I'm going to be hanging around uh, to see what happens. Um, it's interesting you say that obviously about um, after you've had your fight and then you wanted to obviously get straight out and, and pretty much have a meal how how do you yeah. find making the, the middleweight limit um, so I've never really struggled too much with actually making weight I'm always pretty alright with, with making weight um, so I don't really have to cut weight um, as much but obviously still you've got to eat healthy food and I won't have any any nice you know like biscuits or crisps or anything yeah. else like that um, so that's obviously the hard bit the hard bit for me isn't I've got to eat less the hard bit is just eating healthy stuff I can but, understand that yeah. one of the things I, I think me as a, as a non-boxer that's one of the things that I respect about you guys so much because if I'm on a diet for more than like three days or something I feel like I want to <laughs> yeah. kill somebody so I don't know how yeah. you guys do it for, 12, for 8 to 12 weeks yeah, at a time I'll tell you what for the last fight, it actually did send me a little bit crazy. Sometimes I would be talking to people, I would have a conversation with someone, someone would be talking to me, and I will just be nodding and agreeing and whatever. But in my head, I was actually having a conversation about <laughs> about food, like, should I go and eat something? So it does, you know what, it really does. Um, it is a hard thing, but it's just it's part of what you've got to do. And then it makes it even nicer when you do get a chance to eat it anyway. So. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Right, so the Cameron Caretaker is back out October 13th. So yep. where um, where can our, our, our listeners interact with you in, in the meantime? Where can they like see your Instas, your, your Twitters, etc.? Yeah, I'm on, I'm on Instagram um, as Chapman underscore Robbie. I'm on Facebook as Robbie Chapman. Um, and I'm on Twitter as... Um, Camden underscore Chapman. No. Oh. Uh shit, what is it? Caretaker Chapman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Caretaker Chapman. I don't check me Twitter as much. I'm new to Twitter. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, the, the one bit of advice I can give you from someone on the outside is that is the one you need to concentrate on. It's where I know, I know. All I of know. these boxing I've, fans are at. I've been putting all me, all me effort into Instagram and everyone's telling me to, to do Twitter. So Twitter's <laughs> the next one that I've got to try and get on properly. Brilliant. Right, well, I'd say one of our team will be down there on October the 13th, so hopefully we'll catch up with you again uh, and yeah, we'll be chatting to you after you've successfully beaten your opponent. So, um, <laughs> yeah. 
best of luck to you. I mean, is there anyone else you want to shout out to before before we uh, we wrap up? Yeah, um, I'd like to say first of all thanks to my agent Sophia Bonick um, from um, Bear Management. Yeah. Um, and then thank you to the sponsor she's put me in contact with. Uh, I'm now working with the Tumeric Company, um, Camden Tattoo and Pearson, and um, Canavape. Um, so they all help me out. So thanks a lot to them. And everyone should check them out as well. Excellent. All right, well, best of luck with the, the remainder of your camp. And I said, we'll catch up with you in, in probably a couple of weeks then, Robbie. All right, mate. Well, thanks a lot. And uh, hopefully I'll see you then. Hopefully. Right, best of luck, mate. <laughs> All right, mate. Cheers. All right, bye. bye.